You are listening to the Project Weight Loss Podcast, where your best life is just one project away. And now, your host and life coach, Fina Perez. Hi, everyone. I'm so ready for this episode today because we're going to be continuing on our science discussion and specifically the emotional science aspect of the equation of why we do what we do. And this topic is a little broader and more encompassing, but so related to our project weight loss. I will also be talking about the maesters, Dr. Brene Brown, Dr. Susan Pierce Thompson, and one of my favorite writers, Cheryl Strayed. But first, all things running. As you know, I usually talk about my exercising And you know, the funny thing is that I actually don't recommend exercise when you first start a weight loss journey, unless it's a habit that you already are living, or like me, that you do it for your mental health. To me, exercise is so important when it comes to mental health. So I just do it. And this week, my running app had me running two long runs instead of one. But the long runs were not as long as the previous ones. There were eight miles each. So I don't question it. I just do it. (laughs) It's Nike after all. I also added some evening hikes with my husband, Remy. He's going on the Bridge of the Gods run too with me. So we're trading. And, uh, and, you know, I also wanted to share something a little different. I um, saw my first movie on 40X. I saw Top Gun, Maverick, and it felt a little bit like a roller coaster. And the funny part was that the movie started at 10 p.m. And this is like way past my bedtime. <laughs> I used to be able to stay up super late before or have all-nighters when I was in college. But now it gets to be nine and I'm ready to call it a night. (laughs) Anyway, thank goodness the movie had a lot of action. Otherwise, those comfy recliner chairs would have had me asleep in the theater in no time. (laughs) So anyway, on to the main topic of the podcast today. This is going to be a lot of information similar to my last podcast, like I said. And really, this is part two, but I did write that in my show notes because I wanted it to have its own limelight, so to speak, because of its value. So what we're going to talk about today is the science of the autonomic nervous system. Ooh, big word. Specifically, the vagus nerve. We will also be talking about the fullness of and multifaceted aspect of our emotions. And I also want to discuss the importance of positive psychology and all of this. And of course, how all of this relates to our project weight loss and the ability to live our true lives. Very toss. So hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen, because this is really good stuff. You know, we talked about brain science, like I said in the last episode, and we also have talked about intuition, which I discussed in my second podcast around this idea of life being very nuanced and the food is also nuanced. It makes me think how we get these gut feelings and all of this is so interesting. You know, my dad used to say that our gut and our brains were so related and it never made sense to me when he said that because, for example, I would say I have a headache and he would ask, what did you eat? (laughs) And I thought, these things are not related, dad. 
or I would say, I'm not feeling good. And he would say, drink some water and get your stomach cleaned out. (laughs) And I never understood it until now. So just some quick trivia. Did you know that you have more brain cells in your gut than you do in your brain? Yeah, it's true. We have like a mini world in our stomachs. It's called the gut microbiome. And so this thought of our gut feeling really makes a lot of sense. And this is why our food is so important to our brains and to our health. So what I want to focus on here is the connection between our food, our gut, our emotions, and the vagus nerve. And this nerve is not to be confused with Las Vegas. Vegas is spelled B-A-G-U-S. And I learned about some of this during the Food Revolution Summit last year, which is also how I learned about Susan Pierce Thompson a few years back. I want to start here because this is such a good topic. Sometimes, you know, we feel so much anxiety or we feel depressed. And to me, so many times these emotions really are about the meaning we make of the things that happen for us and are also related to what we eat and how we think. So what the vagus nerve is and what it does is it comes from what's called our autonomic nervous system. And it's a two-way communication between our brain and the other organs in our bodies. The nervous system is made up of two areas, the sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight response. And in my last podcast, I talked about the motivational triad and how we want to avoid pain and danger. Well, the sympathetic is that response. The other part of this autonomic nervous system is what I want to unpack here, which is the parasympathetic nervous system, and is what relaxes us, what decreases our heart rate to get us feeling normal again, and not stressed out. And here's the thing, the stronger this nerve is, the better we feel. It helps to regulate our blood glucose. Remember the hormone insulin? Well, the vagus nerve helps to regulate it too, to some extent, and it decreases inflammation, which is so perfect because it helps us with our project weight loss. And it also decreases our feeling of fear. Man, why didn't I know about this part of the body? The Latin word vagus actually means wandering. And so the thought is that it wanders through our body, going from our brain to our organs and down to our gut. And I want to share what has been said about this nervous system. Sarah Jean Brown geniusly wrote in Forbes, and I quote, healthy vagal tone means emotional regulation, greater connection, and better physical health as well. You are more resilient and able to pull yourself through trauma and troubles. A healthy vagal tone means you are more likely to be successful in life. End of quote. (laughs) Wow, that is saying something. It can lead to emotional regulation and a greater connection. Stephen Porges calls it the love nerve. And let me tell you, this nerve is my new best friend. (laughs) And here is what can help strengthen this nerve. Breathing, eating a whole foods diet, omega-3 fatty acids, meditation, here we go again, (laughs) being in a quiet space, 
yoga, being in nature, connections. And I learned so much about connections from the maester Susan Pierce Thompson and about brain science in general. The other one is the emotions of love. And you know, for me, this is the foundation of our project weight loss. And all of this is familiar to us. And I recommend that if you have not listened to my first few podcasts, please, you know, if you can't take that time to go back, because this is where it begins. And this science information about the vagus nerve reinforces these concepts. So this is how our journey goes. So let's move forward and talk about our emotions and our connections. I believe that there are some areas that really make a difference in our capacity to experience positive emotions. And the first thing is the meaning we take from our experiences, what we make it all mean. So let's talk about the diversity of emotions, how our emotions are so multifaceted. And the maester in this area is Dr. Brene Brown. I think you've heard of her. She's a researcher, author, and a specialist in the study of emotions. And more recently, she wrote the book, Atlas of the Heart, Mapping Meaningful Connection and the Language of Human Experience. And she writes specifically about 87 of the emotions and experiences we have and about the connections that can come from this framework. And you know, a quick side note, I'm a member of a book club and connections, you know, for me are a big deal. And so what we're currently reading is none other than Dr. Bernays Brown's book, The Atlas of the Heart, which is literally, like I mentioned, a study on emotions and connections. And I love it. And this was not planned in the sense that I have been working, you know, in the area of emotions for a few months now and really studying this stuff. And so to now be reading this book, it really is coming together. And the other thing I want to say is I love the ladies in this group. So I cannot tell you how much fun I'm having. And it means so much to me to listen to these ladies and just recount all the stories and and learn so much from them. And breaking through these thoughts around emotions down for each other. It's so cool. I highly recommend that you belong to a book club and you don't need to love books. You can just join one for the connections. (laughs) Before this group, I used to belong to two book clubs, one with my husband and my son and the other with my, just with my son. So we were reading two different book series. Uh, Anywho, my son went off to get his master's in artificial intelligence. And so we stopped reading but such great conversations about the Wheel of Time books and other books, so fun. And so going back to these teachings on emotions can bring us so much value and meaning in the connections we make. In fact, in one of Susan's lectures, she talks about a study that connections are so important to us that when it comes down to making a higher salary or having those social connections, well, the social clubs win out because their ability to provide meaning and belonging to us. So going back to this idea of the richness and diversity of emotions, I want to say that it's so important to fully feel the feelings. And I'm saying this not only to think about the feeling, but naming it, 
really paying attention to where it's showing up in our bodies and what are the sensations that are happening. So being fully engaged in the experience of these emotions. And for me, it usually takes a couple of minutes or so to process the feeling of the emotion. And, you know, we think that our emotions are the soft thing, that it's somehow not as important, somehow not as valuable to talk about how we feel. And we think that it's almost like weak, like we are weak if we feel our emotions. And I think that it's the opposite. I think that it takes so much courage to feel our emotions because we don't want to feel our emotions when they're negative. And even sometimes when they're positive, we're kind of like, well, we don't want to feel them either because one, we may think we don't deserve it. (laughs) You know, we want to downplay it. We want to be proud of ourselves. Yes, but it's really not that big of a deal. We don't want to feel like arrogant or I, I, I did this great thing, but I don't really want to draw attention to myself, kind of uncomfortable with the attention thing. And so some of us, you know, we, we downplay the positive too. And so whether it's positive or negative, we don't want to feel it. We want to steer away from it, from the uncomfortableness of it. And if you listen to my other podcasts, I've mentioned it a few times that the currency for the things in our lives, our results is going through our emotions. And the reason I say that is because our emotions, if we truly feel them and process them, that's what's going to bring us out the other end instead of the food. And now I'm such a fan of feeling the emotions. I used to think that feeling our emotions was weak. Like I mentioned, I used to think that I just needed to be strong and being strong meant setting the emotion aside and getting over it quickly. And sometimes when we get really good at getting over it quickly, we don't even know what we're feeling anymore. When we can't bring up the emotions or feelings is that we suppress them way too long and it's not comfortable and not common for us to pull those feelings again. And I want us to think that feeling your emotions, feeling our emotions is the bravest thing we can do. Bravest thing we can do because that will move us forward to do all the things we want to do. And here's the thing, our project weight loss specifically, when you take the little steps and be very specific of how you're going to get there and know that those steps are going to bring some emotions with it. And I know that having that vision is important. I've mentioned it, but as equal as important as having the understanding and envisioning ourselves feeling the hurt and overcoming the pain, overcoming the obstacles, overcoming ourselves. But it starts with the awareness of the feeling, the bravery to feel it. And I think that no matter who you are, where you're at, you've experienced some pain. You have not been immune to painful emotions, I think. None of us are really, none of us are immune to the pain. And I also know that you have some joys, some successes, that dang, you dropped the mic moment. I know you have had them both. And you know what's interesting is that there are so many emotions and yet we gravitate to just a couple, the good and the bad. When someone asks us, how do you feel? It's either good, bad, great, okay. So it's really basic. And going back to the Maester Brene Brown, she teaches that there's so much more. You know, we sometimes equate sadness with wrongness. Someone sees us sad and asks us, what's wrong? 
the so-called bad emotions. And let me just say that there's so many different emotions in this category of the so-called bad or wrong emotions. One, anxiety. And I want to add that anxiety usually has another emotion underlying it. Disappointment, embarrassment, fear, heartbreak, impatience, irritation, mournfulness, feeling trapped, sluggish, stressed. And, you know, what about the good emotions? Centered, you know, that feeling of feeling centered, complete, connected, confident, delighted, fine, (laughs) which means Fina, by the way, inspired, intrigued, serene. What I think is that emotions are feelings and all of those that I listed and so many more are neither wrong nor right. They just are. And I know for me, feeling the emotions has been so helpful to achieving my goals. And the more specific I get about how I feel, the more connected I am to myself. The less I go to the false pleasure of food, etc., the more confident I am. And this connection with what we are experiencing can help us on our project weight loss. Why? Because we're not meant to be happy all the time. Because if that were true, then think of the motivational triad. We would be seeking pleasure all the time, over drinking, overeating, smoking, excess social media, etc. Trying to look for that happiness all the time. But I offer, if we can feel the emotions, even the negative ones, without reacting to them, well, That's where it's at because then we have no fear really. And, you know, I want to add to this discussion about emotions, a quote by Cheryl Strait, one of my favorite authors. She wrote in her book, Tiny Beautiful Things, someone who isn't embarrassed by our emotions or her own, who recognizes that life is short and that all we have to offer in the end is love. So good. And, you know, We are responsible for our emotions. We are the ones that hurt our own feelings. I know that we've been taught that others make us happy, that a situation that is happening is giving us stress. But I think it's how we think about the situation, how we interpret is what causes our emotions about it. And this is such great news for us because it means we have some power in this equation of our thinking creates our emotions. So let's not hide from our lives, from what I believe is the truth that our lives don't happen to us. It's like what Byron says, our life happens for us. So much peace can come from coming to terms with this thought. And this is really about reframing our thinking, reframing how we find the solutions for a better quality of life. And the other concept that is interrelated to all of this is the new science of positive psychology. This idea of looking to our strengths instead of focusing on the shortcomings. So instead of looking at what doesn't work, focusing on what works. And I'm a huge fan of this concept. I love also the idea of positive deviance, which is this idea that there are folks that are doing it right. And so what are they doing? And I think that positive psychology plays a big role in this concept of what works. And for us in our project planning, it is so connected because it's really the idea of what are the best practices. And so 
What are the best practices added said relates to our emotional health? And here is where it all connects. What gives us so much strength is knowing that we have the power to live our best lives and that with that comes some pain. And that is a beautiful thing because knowing that we can feel any emotion and understand it and live it brings us so much power and so much strength. We understand that the pain comes not from what others do to us or the situation we're in, but from the meaning we place on it, the story we tell ourselves about it. We also know that our vagus nerve helps us feel better, helps regulate emotions. And what strengthens my new best friend, (laughs) let me recap, breathing, meditation, eating a whole foods diet, omega-3 fatty acids, being in a quiet space, being in nature, yoga, love, and last but really probably should be first, connections. So where are your connections? Is it a book club or is it a sports team, a choir group, a band, a knitting circle? Mine are my book clubs, my hiking partners, which I'm so excited about my Camino de Santiago hike that is coming up soon. My Zoom calls with my family, my kids, we get together um, about, you know, once or twice every month and just have a nice conversation, checking in. My get together with my two sisters. (laughs) And I just want to share really quickly that my sisters and I, San and Mo, we get together and we have this book that we read titled 3000 questions. And oh my goodness, we have been at the coffee houses and bookstores and they have made me laugh out loud so many times because of their answers. You know, the kind of laugh that you snort a little. (laughs) It's so embarrassing, but it's so, so good. Anyway, I hope truly that you seek your connections and that you laugh out loud. And before I go, I also want to respectfully ask that you please write a quick review on iTunes about my podcast. I would really, really appreciate that. I love you so much. And I want you to have a beautiful week this week. Take care, everyone. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're ready to achieve your weight loss goal and grow into your most authentic and amazing self along the way, check out our website at projectweightloss.org. See you there.